a couch. Looks comfortable. And it's in space. Cool. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Couch <laughs> in Space. I'm here with Natalie Watane. A very good friend of mine. I worked with Natalie, like all of our other guests at TVNZ <clears throat> many moons ago. Um, that was many years ago now. Hey, when were you at TVNZ last? Oh, probably about the same time as you. Yeah, um, so Three years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, Jeez, yeah. That was a time, eh? It's a while ago now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, Natalie's here to join us and um, mm-hmm. really happy to have you because uh, Natalie and I used to talk a lot about things, religion, mm. politics, everything Life. else, relationships, and there yeah. you go. And now we get to share it with the world. Mm. We get to be in space. We, yeah. I know, this isn't is cool. that cool? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. And I'm a big kid at heart. So, Natalie... How have you been? How's um, life as an editor? Life as an editor is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of years uh, learning from people, including yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of awesome people that got put in my path. Um, yeah, and now I get to, I think, you know, I did a lot of editing at TVNZ, um, and now I get to freelance in a whole lot of different places, and um, it's been just a real pleasure working with a a whole mm. lot of people and um, life is an editor, it's very dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We're in the in dark, dark rooms, rooms all the yeah. time. Um, but, you know, it, it's also kind of a nice space to be in yeah. most of the time when it's working. <laughs> yeah, when it's working, hey, um, it's a lot of problem solving. Yeah. Do you find um, being an editor is, it's very mentally intensive, isn't it? It is, yeah. Especially offlining, you know, cutting yeah. the story. You've got this much footage, you have to condense it into this much mm. of a story. You know, what is your Absolutely. process? What, what is my process? Yeah. How do you make well, sense of all, all of this yeah. to make it into something that's, you yeah, know. Yeah, I guess it's like a giant jigsaw puzzle at times, you know, especially when they've shot, someone's gone and shot footage or um, on their cameras. Yeah. For people don't know what footage is. Um, <laughs> for, I don't know, days and days and days, you know, you have to come in. Um, I don't know, for example, I've been working on Marae DIY all year and yes. they shoot four days straight with three main cameras and a whole lot of GoPros and drones and everything. And so wow. I actually spend usually a couple of days just putting it all into a bin, into a folder on, on um, our editing software and mm. and just really sorting it? through it. I label it all. Mm. So, you know, I need if I need to find something to do with... Um, paint or or that back wall or something it's all there and I can search for it and find it um, right when I need to um so you don't have an editor assistant to go through all the no, footage for you and no, label that, it all yeah sometimes we get that luxury um <laughs> I do have an edit assistant who syncs it up okay yeah, um yeah. who's amazing at doing that um but uh yeah no I still have to go through it all and, and how many hours would you be looking at like for one episode so we have Two weeks to cut an episode, so two two days to. How many hours of footage is there? Is there? Oh, um. If you go shooting four days straight, are you looking it's at? It's about seven hours a day. I put it all on a timeline. Yeah. And yeah, so seven times four, twenty-eight. Okay. Well, the last day's not as long, so twenty-five hours maybe right. to go through to get it down to forty-five minutes. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wow. we have help. I have help from my director and and, yeah. and all of that. So. And, and, do they give yeah. you a paper edit, or are you pretty yeah. much largely left to? Yeah, actually, the directors I've had this year have all um, cut a rough cut on mm-hmm. on our editing software as well, and so oh, wow. yeah, which has been great. So um, and oh, um, have they all done that? Yeah, um, one of them gave me a really pretty 
paper cut, um, <laughs> like paper sort of um, scripty thing. What do you call it? Paper edit. Paper edit. Yeah. Um, which was really nice. But yeah, I mean, they come in very organised, and okay. then I take it from there and create something. Right. Really magical. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. it was magical. So, yeah, yeah. And yeah. how important is the soundtrack of that? Oh, very, very important. I spent yeah. a lot of time on music. Um, yes. Actually had, before we even got into the editing, I had a couple of days just looking for music. Right, It's going to okay. work for it. Yeah. Um, in fact, once I get the rough cut from the, edit, uh, from the director, I will often just lay down what I call a soundscape, yes. which is a um, just a music bed just to make sure it's going to flow and work. Yes, yeah. And then you look at doing the pictures after yes. that. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm very much like you. And, yeah. And um, that's one of the first things I tell people um, who are into editing is that the sound is so important and because yeah. most things are pretty much wall-to-wall -wall music these days. There's no escaping mm. it, you know, especially in reality TV format, you know, highs, lows, highs, lows. Oh, it's yeah. like a roller coaster. Yeah. And the quickest way to do that is through music, you know. Mm. This is a drone. This is an upbeat shot. This is a, a sequence that's meant to be, you know, fun and frolicky or is it sad and depressing, you know? Mm. And you can very easily yeah. gauge, not easily, but quickly gauge, do you have the right peaks and troughs, you know, within your storyline, yeah. hey? And knowing yeah. when to stop a, a particular music track yeah. and start it or, you know. Or even just to grab, you know, you know, when you get a feeling for music, pulse, mm. pulse, pulse. Oh no, now something's happening, pulse, pulse, pulse. And then another grab and then another grab. It's a really good way to space out all mm -hmm. your different um, the voices and things like that anyway, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Just create those moments that are really special. Mm, that particular yeah. story that you're trying to tell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pummeling that piece of clay into something that's, you know, watchable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you enjoy that? <laughs> I enjoy it. I love mm -hmm. it when it works. I mean, I've definitely had some challenging things I've worked on. Um, yeah. I still love it. I still I probably learn more from that than, yeah. than the easier stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I do love it. Um, the only thing that's really holding me back from wanting to be an editor sort of full-time is yes. that just the fact that you're stuck inside a dark room on a computer all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everything else about it is great. Um, all the people I work with are awesome, but um, it's just... But most jobs are like that, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. I mean, most. look at a, <laughs> Just as well you're not doing data entry. Yeah, I mean, that would... Probably. You know, imagine going into a big Not office. Not last very long. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Ooh. Yeah. yeah, TV people are a special breed, hey. We like yeah. our variety of things. Yeah. The good thing is we have a variety of people and a variety of crafts that mm. we sort of engage with. And that's what I've always loved about the industry. Yeah, I think Is that so. there's so many different people. And working with people and talking with people about their creative ideas and, and yeah. implementing them as well. And yes. you know, it's not just about yourself in this industry at all, you know. It's, it's a service it's, industry, you know, yeah. someone's got an idea and you have to, well, what's it? You solve their problem, mm. you know, it's a solution, isn't it? Yeah. I've got all this footage, give me a solution that makes it into a compelling story. Yeah. And it's not easy. It is not always To do easy. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Yeah. And you need lots of experience. Yeah. So, but you know, three years or was it two years ago you got married? Yeah, yeah. Two, and a half, two, years, two and a half years ago now. So tell me the progression between not being married and married. Is it different? Do you feel different? You... Oh, not necessarily. No? I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I always wanted to get married and okay. I was one of those people that nagged. <laughs> oh, really? <When laughs> My husband will tell you this. Yeah, okay. You know, just dropped lots of hints oh, really? for a long time. Yeah. Um, until one day 
my husband Liz eventually was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> he didn't really want to get married, but he got, we got married, you know. And it yeah. was like, um, and I, you know, he's, he said to me ever since, he's like, it's really nice to be able to call you my wife, you know, and oh, okay. things like that. And so he's, it, I know it means a lot to him now, but yes. it, maybe it didn't mean a lot to him then. It meant a lot to me. Um, I mean, you were there shooting it, Dan, yeah, and, yeah, um, no, I'm sure, and you got some great shots of yeah. um, how much it obviously meant to Les on that day as well. It yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a, a, we still say it's the best day of our lives, you know. Oh, um, fantastic. To have all our friends and family in one place and just to have a good old time. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I mean, coming back to your question, what was it like? What was it like? Yeah, just the progression. I mean, I think, yeah, now it's like, uh, Liz and I have really been on a, on a big journey in the last sort of mm. um, year or two, and now it's like, oh, okay, I really feel like we're really meant to be together now. I right. don't know if when we got married it was that obvious, you know. Is that maybe yeah. something better because you've made that commitment, now you've decided to grow together? It's so all now about growth. Even, yeah. Uh, yeah, so now yeah. that you are officially a couple, mm. you are officially almost just following paths, so you support mm. him in and you know his paths and he supports you in your paths and sometimes I know he's a musician so he's over there you're an mm. editor you go over here but then you come together and you share other different moments and Absolutely. other passions and tell us about your other passion what you're currently <laughs> doing yeah yes. you're right so yeah, yeah me being an editor and him being a musician we thought we'd start a food truck you know yeah, like it, it makes sense I can see the yeah. relationship yeah it's just <laughs> you know um, so but I guess that whole that whole journey started oh, just over a year ago well, first we stopped drinking, which was massive, and no one believed us for about six months until people were like, oh, okay, actually, they're, they're well, actually... You guys were never big drinkers, Oh, we? Really? we were... We'd have big nights, and okay. then that would ruin our whole weekends because we were tired and hungover and, you know... Wow, okay. And so, um... See, that's a side I didn't know about Natalie. Yeah. I just thought she was always very wholesome, I know. so I don't know that face for you. Yeah, not you as know? innocent as you thought. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did... We read a book called... It's like um, by Alan Carr, How to... How to control your drinking, which at the end he goes, Are you it ready got to, to keep... that point that you thought there's a problem here? Yeah, well, I, really? just thought, I just didn't want to drink as much as I was drinking. Okay. I thought if I could have a couple of drinks a night, I'd be, you know, I'd be not every night, I'd be happy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But at the end of the book, we really contemplated it and. Actually, my husband was like, I think we should we should stop. And I was like, okay. Then we were drinking our last bottle of flash wine we got from our honeymoon. And, um, yes. And, and then that was it. And so over oh, about a year and three months later, we haven't had any drinks. Um, and it's been a, again, we've been growing through it. We've been journeying. We went and watched an All Black game in Queenstown about two months over that, yeah. after that, you know, in Queenstown, full of everybody drinking beer. And we were like, oh, we could just have one beer. And, you know, we really had to stop ourselves. We really had oh, to be wow. like, you know. And we had friends say, oh, you could just have a couple for my, for my celebration. And we we're like, no. We're sticking to this thing, and so we're really glad we have, and yeah. um, it's really made impact? a massive difference in our lives. Yeah. I, I can just imagine. How did mm. that impact your relationships, of course, with your friends? Because it's, it's like the social norm to drink. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, I mean, they're still my friends. <laughs> okay, um, that's but you're a good right. Thing. I mean, usually yeah, I'd only go out to about. I'm not past midnight now. You know, okay. you kind of get to a point where you're like, I'm definitely the sober person here, and you guys are definitely not. And <laughs> I love you guys, but you're not going to remember if I go home now. No. So, <laughs> That's right, uh, yeah. you know, and I'd rather go home and, and you know. Um, mm. I mean, I'm lucky because my husband's done it with me. And yes. It's a lot easier when the person that's the closest to you in your life has done yeah. it with you. So, um, yeah. And then 
So getting back to the food truck. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, so that's so <laughs> yeah. that the food truck. No. So then what happened? Yeah. Um, we were at home, not drinking, a couple mm-hmm. months later. Yeah. And it was middle of winter. It was July here in New Zealand. And, mm. and, um, and we were watching Netflix and this documentary called What the Health came up. And we were like, oh, we could watch it. We didn't really know what it was about, but it mm. sounded interesting. And so we watched it and... Um, at the end of it, we just kind of turned to each other and went, well, should we just try this whole vegan thing for two weeks and, and oh, see wow. how we go? Okay. Um, and so we did. And two weeks later, we felt really good. And so we thought, we'll try two more weeks. And I guess, you know, a whole month later, we were like, vegan without really knowing it. Wow, that's <laughs> um, fantastic. And we felt really good. And, and yeah, we were kind of hooked on this thing because yeah. um, it was sort of, I guess we were looking for a lifestyle change of some sort. Um, and we tried all the, all the different sort of diets, the low mm. carb and the keto and all those sort of things. Um, didn't really work for us. And um, yeah, this just kind of, it wasn't as hard as it seemed. And, yep. and yeah, it was easy to say no to cake when it had milk in it because okay. you can't have it, you know? Like, yeah. Whereas if you're just on a yeah. no sugar diet and that cake looks really good, sometimes you might just eat it. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so. So don't you don't know. drink, you don't eat cake. Do you guys ever get invited out to anything these days? Yeah, we do. uh, (laughs) Yeah, we still have friends. Um, (laughs) um, Oh, and there's lots of vegan cakes. Actually, the top bakery in Auckland 2017 was a vegan bakery in Greyland. Oh, really? Okay. um, So there's some good stuff out there, yeah. and you start to realise that. But you also start to realise that there could be some better stuff, and so that is why, that's what it has led us to, Mm. I guess, starting this this food truck. Yes. and started in a way where it's not, I don't know, there's a lot of sort of vegan stuff out there that's quite healthy. And we, so we just wanted to do, thing that, do things that's a bit more familiar with people. And, yeah, so it, it, yeah. it's a vegan, vegan food It's a vegan food vegan truck, truck. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And will you have savoury dishes and sweet mm-hmm. dishes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So um, mm. have I told you the name for it? No. No, <laughs> tell so, me. So um, it's called Sweet As Bowl. Sweet so, As So like bowl. Sweet As Bowl. Like, sweet As Bowl. Yeah. Like Sweet as bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> so rather than bro, yeah, bowl. Yeah, so it's got a bit okay. of a Kiwi spin on it. Um, <laughs> cool. So my husband's Māori and um, yeah. and his twin sister, Bex, is also um, a part of this adventure with us. And so, oh, brilliant. And she's a chef of 20 years. So, um, All right. All you have to do is supply the truck and then... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then she'll give you a some, menu yeah, that I'll you can... make some cool videos yeah. and Liz will make some music and she'll do all the food. No, yes, no, no, yeah. no. There's a lot of business stuff involved in this. <laughs> Um, wow. But, uh, yeah, she's really um, excited about it as well. And um, I guess for her it's being able to get creative yeah. with in a sort of restrictive way, I guess, where mm. you have to use vegan food only is, has been really exciting. And so. And have you given her, like, you know, what's worked for you and Les? You know, some of your recipes, obviously, that you can Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah, yeah. So are um, you making your own menu? Do you yeah, actually have a hand in? Making the menu? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm the best taste tester. Oh, there okay, is. right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I, I'm quite cr- critical about yeah. things. Um, okay. And so, yeah, um, between the three of us, um, we we've come up with a menu that we're going to start with, and it's going to be an ever changing menu. Yeah. But um, it kind of actually started because Les bought a Weber barbecue. Okay. Um, just before we became vegans, because <laughs> he was doing slow cooked meat. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're like, well, what do we do? So we did started doing slow cooked kumara and potato and, oh, okay. and eggplants and things like that and realised it was quite good. So mm-hmm. 
one of the, the biggest things we're going to be selling in our food truck is smoked, um, smoked chips, essentially, okay. um, and smoked kumarit fries and, and yeah. things like that. So we're doing a lot of smoked stuff, um, which has led us to another signature kind of thing that we're going to do, which is a hangi bowl. Right. So then being Māori and, and yeah, growing up, so um, and Ruawai, which is like the Kumaru capital of New Zealand. People think right. it's Dagobah, it's actually Ruawai. Um, yeah, we thought, well, well, let's bring some of that. So um, so really, we're, we're doing a bit of a Kiwi spin yeah. on vegan food, but we're also, it's it's fusion food. We've got some Thai dishes, we've got some Arantini balls and things going on as well. Um, oh, we're going to do a banoffee pie bowl, oh, wow. um, okay. which Les actually came up with, um, but the two of them are perfecting it. and. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting pretty hungry now. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you bring the truck. So when, when's this truck going to be ready? Wow. Um, two weeks ago, uh, I was, because I've been learning today on yep. Māori, mm-hmm. um, I was on a marae and I came home and Les and Bex had bought a food truck <laughs> without wow. me knowing. I mean, I knew they weren't thinking about it, but yes. anyway, they were literally backing it into the driveway as I, was, as I came home. That's and I was amazing. Like, which means, because we out... Plan before that was we had a little retro caravan that we we're going yes. to do up, but that would have taken months. So now we've fast tracked it, um, yeah. and we're hoping to launch in November. So wow, um, you heard it here first. Yeah, you, this is the first time. <laughs> this is the big like, launch. Do we talk about this today? But um, yeah, so yeah, so today, um, yeah, sorry, not today. Yeah. No. So yeah, we're hoping to launch in November. Um, there's a vegan festival in Whangarei, which we're okay. hoping to get into. Because Les and Bex grew up in Whangarei, we hoped that they'll kind of be like, sure, hey, you, you know. get into yeah. a vegan um, festival in Whangarei. Yeah, yeah, I mean, God. You must be doing something yeah. really wrong <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get it's into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and oh, just hoping to good. do a sort of a light start at our house early November, just get friends and family around to yeah. come and try it out. What yeah. a, what a, an awesome project. Yeah, what it's a beautiful fun. project. It's fun, too. and that's, that's what our life is about um, right now. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm. Oh, that was actually my question. What? <laughs> Why the food yeah. truck? You know, what, what was missing in your life? What does a food truck represent that what you guys weren't getting from music and hmm. editing? I guess it's um, getting outside mm-hmm. um, is a Isn't big that thing. Funny? It's, getting outside. I know. I know it sounds you really. I do. I totally do. <laughs> yeah. That's why I got this thing. She yeah. forces me to walk the dog twice uh, a day and I have to get out of the edit suite, yeah. stop what I'm doing, and go out into the sun and get some fresh air. Yeah. Um, so I totally know what you mean, but okay, getting outside. Getting outside. Um, you know, the word adventure comes to mind, and I think this is a, a, an adventure in so many ways. Yes. Um, I don't know, connecting with people. Um, yeah, we recent, uh, we've been doing um, a few events with Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. He's a, yeah. an American, a great American speaker, motivator dude. Mm. Um, and... Um, really makes you think about your values and you sort of put them in order and you go yeah hang on a second is what I'm actually what I'm what I'm doing 40 hours a week really what I want to be doing you know yes. it might be you know with the editing I still want to do it part-time because I still love it I just don't know if I want to be doing it all the time yeah um so I guess you know out of um the latest seminar we went to with Tony Robbins we looked at our values and and my top ones were my first one is health and energy and vitality okay because yep. you can't really have much without that second one is love and connection mm-hmm. and my third one is faith okay. and uh, um which I probably do do a lot with in editing. Yeah, <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of faith involved. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but we just want to Probably a different kind, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you pray a lot. <laughs> I hope this works. Yeah, I hope they like it. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope they like it. Yeah, I hope. And, yeah. and so I was like, um, Tony kind of did this exercise where, uh, Tony Robbins, um, where we wanted, to, we had to think about 
sort of some of our goals and what we wanted to do. And, mm. and Liz and I were not in the same place in the room. There were 2,000 people there. Yes. And um, so, and I just had this big thing pop in my, in my head where I was like, I just feel like we should do a food truck. I don't really know why. And oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, and so I went to him and he was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I feel like this is the thing. And about half an hour later, he's like, I think we should do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, so, and so we did, and we, and we wow. didn't think about Bex at the time. And then we came home. Yeah. Because this was in Australia, and we came home and we talked to Bex about it, and yes. she was like, "Yeah, I'm in." And so it's just kind of cool that all these things have sort of been put in front of us as this whole thing's unfolded. Um, yeah. Mm. And do you think that um, because of your choices, no, like before the seminar, obviously your eyes, yours, um, the eyes, you know, started to open up. At what point did you kind of see and step back? Because usually when you're so busy in life. Mm. You don't see those things. You don't ask those kind of questions, like your, your three motivations in life. You know, mm. you do this to if you're going through a really rough patch in life mm. and you go, hey, I've got to strip back this, something's not working here. Mm. Or you go to this, uh, you know, emotional seminar. Mm. I'm interested to know what prompted you to ask those kind of questions. You know, at what point did you and Les decide, mm. we don't have to be like everyone else. We're seeing this world and we want to be in it but we wanted to. We want this world to be different for us than what we're seeing around us. Because mm. I'm sure your friends aren't doing food trucks, and you know, <laughs> or have a more holistic way mm. of, of looking at things. Was there a point that that you guys, or was it just a natural progression thing? <laughs> do you understand the question? Yeah, no, I'm I not do. even sure. I, I'm just thinking question. about what that point could have been. Yeah, There's a few yeah. sort of moments that happened. Um. Probably so. So we gave up drinking last year in June. That was a big moment. But before that, it was probably New Year's. Les and I had a bit of a run-in. You know, yeah. we're not the perfect couple. And I sort <gasps> of said to him, "Heard of you first. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of said to him, we we're sitting on some sand dunes on Ninety Mile Beach, and I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I said to him quite straight, and I was like, I just can't keep living like this. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but it just seems like we're just going nowhere. Yeah. And he just looked at me, and we just were like, don't know what to do. But I think because we sort of spoke it out into the world, mm. or you know, I, I believe in God, and he believes in some sort of divine energy mm -hmm. and I think because we spoke it out it was like something hurt us it was like we were like hey we need something we don't know what to do yeah and um and the next minute we're reading this book and then we give up drinking and then we randomly watch this thing on Netflix that, and then we become vegans and then yeah. and then my sister convinces Les to go to Tony Robbins and I was like oh he's not going without me because he sounds a bit strange like so which ended up changing our lives as yeah. well. Um, and it's kind of, I don't know, we just, start, just started to realise once you sort of, when, when there's something in life that you're just like, I just don't know. Yes. There's nothing wrong with um, speaking it out or some people pray or whatever it is mm. and going, hey, I actually need some help with this thing. Yes. Um, and it doesn't and matter what's And then just letting energy. it be and yeah. seeing yeah. and noticing the things that sort of unfold in front of you and then taking those opportunities. Mm. So I think, you know, Brooke Fraser's got a song, Faith Without Deeds is Dead. I mean, it comes from the Bible, but right. it's kind of like if you you can have faith, but you also, if things are presented in front of you yes. and you feel like you're nudged and sometimes it might not be mm. um, an easy nudge and you might be a bit scared about this particular thing, just go for it. Yes. Which is kind of like this. Like, I, I'm not really very good in front of the camera. Oh, really? Um, and it, it got presented show. in front of me and I went, <laughs> you know what? I actually should just do it. Yeah. You know? I think just yeah. doing it is part of it. And mm. I think if you're a little bit scared, 
that's I often see that as a sign. Well, this is actually going to be the most rewarding as well, because always when I've, I'm anxious about mm. something, I'm not really sure. There's something I'm so out of my comfort zone. Mm. But you cross that threshold, yeah. And at worst, you learn something totally different that you've never dealt with before. And I think it's amazing. And yeah, I like to think that. I look at things with, you know, a more open view mm. of things. I mean, we've we've talked a lot we've about a lot different things, yeah, yeah. about philosophies and things like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and being aware. I think these opportunities are presented to us all the time, mm. whether we acknowledge them or listen to them. Mm. You know, yeah, you could have had in the back of your head, why don't you have a food truck? Mm. You know, I could have the same one, same time, mm. but I don't want to be I don't want to do a food truck, and you know, yeah, yeah and then you dismiss that part, mm. but. These little nuggets, and you, when you start to follow them, and you follow them with conviction and passion, mm. it's amazing. It's a life worth living, isn't it? It is. And and you know, you talked earlier about growth, and it's mm. like when you're put into those moments that are hard. Yes. The amount of growth that you get out of it. I know. Yeah. It's actually it's it's like yeah. going to the gym. It's like you don't want to get oh. up and go to the gym, but you know afterwards you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. And, and so. It, yeah. I, th I, I think uh, it's more like being in an alley, being beaten to nearly death. Uh, yeah. There's and then you crawl well. out and you oh, oh, I made it out. Yeah. Uh, I'm still alive. Okay, mm. I'm going to get healthy again and start rebuilding things, you know. But sometimes life gives you a beating and you, and it does. It, it can make you go to a point where oh, I give up. I don't know. I don't know. And you want to scream at it, I don't know. But from that moment, you yeah. say, I don't know, I need some help here, you know, mm. and then suddenly, bang, mm. the world opens up. Oh, have you thought about this thing? So it's it's an interesting, interesting experience, isn't it? So it is. I'm glad that you shared that with us. That's, yeah, I hope, that's, hopefully it makes sense. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think anyone yeah. who's ever been mm. in those places and, you know, we're getting back to our society at the moment being... Mm riddled with anxiety and fear and all that sort of stuff and mental health issues mm. and a lot of those mental health issues is you're trying to bury something you know you, yeah. you're not honest with yourself you you know it feels wrong but you keep doing it you're not learning from it and I mm. think that's what anxiety is mm. that you're doing the same thing you know it's wrong but you're not willing to change it mm. or it even acknowledge it mm. so you start to Lubricate is lubricate. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just no. push it inside. Yeah, push it inside. So drink yeah. more. You take tablets to yeah. numb the senses. And you know, I've been in pretty dark places. Mm. Dark. Well, actually, it's it's not that dark, but it's it's an internal thing. Well, you know, where you gets, think yeah. you can't. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. I I don't know. I've I've gone all these different ways, and I'm trapped in all these different places. Where do I go from here? Mm. You know. And it's those moments that you, um, you know, you find something. It doesn't happen straight away. Mm. Usually it's a few weeks afterwards after you've kind of come out of that. So I'm really glad that people are experiencing the same thing, you know, with mm. you and Liz. And isn't it funny that I guess I still consider us more like a younger generation. Mm. We're the ones asking or saying, however this is working, for, mm. it's not working. No. There are better ways to do it. Yeah. How can I use my place in society mm. to better myself mm. and others? You know, yeah. and I guess what the food truck is so good, you know. I mean, you come from a background of teaching as well. So yeah. you know about giving back. <laughs> yeah. And I know Les teaches 
music. He mm. gives back to society. But it's not enough. Mm. There's something missing. Mm. Everyone needs a food truck. Oh. <laughs> it's a competition. What's your food truck? <laughs> yeah, what's your food truck? <laughs> um, you're right, and I think it's about aligning yourself with yeah. whatever it is that you feel like you're called to do at the particular time. And there's mm. different seasons in life, you know. It's like when we get sick of this food truck, we're going to move on to something else. Or mm. um, Yeah, nothing's forever, is it? Yeah, I mean, who, mm. knows, who knows where this food truck journey could take us. It, yeah. might, it might totally go nowhere or it might go somewhere huge. I mean, we don't know, but at the back of it all is, is basically this desire to want to help people and, yeah. and get, just help people just to feel a bit healthier or, or just eat more veggies or, you know, we're not saying go vegan, we're not, no. we're not doing that. But we're just like, hey, like, just try this thing out. And, you know, when you're at an event and, you, and there's hot dogs and there's chips and there's us, hopefully you'll choose us because you know you're going to feel better for it, you know? Who are you going to go to? These, this couple <laughs> smiling, grinning at you with all yeah. this healthy food yeah. or some guy just making hot dogs who looks like, you know, he's hungover? Yeah. You know, it's different, and, isn't it? And, and that's what it's about. And, you know, and I can't wait to have those conversations. And anyone that can speak to Earl, come up and... Try and have a conversation with me. I'll try and have a conversation with you. You know, it's about um, all those sort of things that we're working towards in this country right now. And, yeah, and, and you also have a yeah, yeah. Uh, deep love of Torrio as well. Yeah, yeah, I so do. So you're going to have a Torrio menu and well, an yeah. English menu? We're gonna, I'll have to get some friends on board, but we're going to have a, a way that you can order your food in, in Torrio. Okay. Um, that oh. can work for everybody. And yeah. yeah, we'll just, you know, there's a lot of Kiwiana with our food truck and things like that. Anyway, I'll keep talking about the food truck if we don't, <laughs> if we don't stop with no, that. No, no, that's Ooh. okay. But um, it, it's come from somewhere and it's so nice to hear that you found something. This is mm. a project. I mean, like what this is. This mm. is a project. Yeah, this is it's awesome. It's not going to be forever, but yeah. it's, it's my way of being able to connect with people yeah. for 20 minutes uninterrupted yeah. without having to go somewhere or anything like this. It's, it's a really good excuse, you know. Mm. And I think that connection with people, I think that's why I like podcasts so much. I love podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen yeah. to a lot of, you know, Joe Rogan kind of podcasts. I haven't listened and, to haven't Joe, you? no, no. So yeah. he's got a very philosophical approach as well. Mm -hmm. So he talks about things like that, you know, mm. how, 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 does, how does the world fit together? How, what makes you tick? What, you know, within this yeah. world, there's so many different facets, so many different ways of looking at things. Nothing is black and white. It's like, you know, what's your motivation? What's my motivation? What's your understanding? How do I understand your understanding and vice versa, you know? Mm. It's more questions than answers. Mm. And I think um, kind of like what space is. Oh, Actually, yeah. Actually, I want to ask you mystery. this. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> mystery. I want to yeah. ask you, uh, I had a guest here, Will Fleming, mm -hmm. and really nice guy, and I'm going to have him back too because, again, we go on these tangents of <laughs> philosophical talk. And he said to me, and he asked me a question, he said, Dan, an alien is coming down, you know, mm. from space, and he's asking you, what connects all of humanity? And I want to ask you the same question. Mm. What do you think connects all of us? You know, what is, what is something that ties us all together? What's, what's a similar experience for all of humanity? Uh, is that the too first deep? thing that came to mind was love. You yeah, know? And okay. I just think if we can just love everybody mm. unconditionally, doesn't matter, you know. But if you had to give him a snapshot or them. What connects us all? At the moment, I think yeah. There's a, uh, I mean, love an is energy, definitely An energy that is mm. connected between us all, you know. Um, What's it like to be a human? What is it like to be a human? For me, it's it's awesome. It's yeah. it's um it's a bit of a mystery. It's 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 full of love and connection. There's 
Ah, oh, there's mm. times for everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the all the good and and what people perceive to be bad, but usually the bad helps you grow. So it's kind of all good stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, there's definitely some bad things yeah. in the world. I don't know. This is a very big question. What is it, good or bad? It's full of depth. It's full of depth. I think yeah. to be joyful, you mm. know, and 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 to What's just appreciate and and be grateful in mm. in all the things that happen. But why do you need to be joyful? Because your mind. Has so much crap in it <laughs> yeah. that if you if you're not sort of you know sometimes your mind just goes around in those circles. I mean that's a whole nother we should talk about it another time. Well, the monkey but, mind, um, yeah, yeah, we've got a whole the, the monkey whole mind, the yes. monkey mind, yes. Um, but you know if you can focus, where your focus goes, your energy yeah. flows. Um, something I learned from Tony Robbins, and and if you can focus on those things that are going to bring you joy or, yeah. or, or bring, um. You know, you might be going through a really rough patch, but if you can just see that little glimmer of whatever is going on, mm. um, that's going to change that whole experience for you. And it does, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that answers that question. No, no, it, no it kind of does. Yeah. Uh, just, it's really interesting to get your perspective on it. Mm. And it's a very positive one too. Mm. When I answered the question, I said suffering. Yeah. Because everyone gets to be on this earth, they get born, and the first thing you do is hunger. That's yeah. your first sign of suffering, isn't it? So, mm. so you need someone to feed you. And then there's cold. And then as you grow older, there's emotional. Mm. Oh, do I fit in? Don't I? There's yeah. anxieties and things like that. However, if that's your basis, mm. from that on, you can then choose, okay, can I rise above the suffering and find things like joy? Mm. You know, which comes out of a lot of that. It's not the whole yin-yang thing, isn't it, really? It is, yeah. Anyway, that's the way I... Uh, I understand it. It's yeah. great. And I think also through the suffering, there's, there's always growth. Yes. And there's always a connection with others. You know, if you're hungry and you're a child, someone's going to feed you. Hmm. You have to have that connection with others for things to move forward. And, and Yes. Yeah, I think that hunger to move forward and, and grow as a society and, and forever evolve, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know where that was going. I've been listening to a lot of We're other stuff. We're in deep space on, now. On, We're nearly uh, hit the edge of space. On podcasts at the moment. And, uh, <laughs> I know. Um, what have you been smoking, Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this guy called um, Rob Bell. He's yeah. an, an ex-pastor in the States. Yeah. And he's got the, the Robcast. And he's really... The Robcast. <laughs> he talks about how to really read the Bible. Okay. And it's very interesting. Um, yeah, and, and so that's been something I've been on. And another okay. lady I've really been into is um, Elizabeth Gilbert. And so she did Eat, Pray, Love. She wrote Eat, Pray, Eat, Pray okay, Love. Yeah, and then yeah. she's got another mag- uh, book called Big Magic. Okay. And it's all about, you know, those opportunities. And it's like, you know, you start something and then this other thing happens and you're like, wow. It's just mm. life is just full of big magic. Yeah. I think um, what mm. you said earlier about energy I think yeah. life is an energy. I think any a purpose is an energy. Mm. And it depends on what you focus your energies on is what kind of comes to you. Absolutely. You know, if you, you focus on positive things, positive yeah. things. Focus on negative, negative things. Having said that, though, money is an energy. Mm. And this is an energy only a few people really understand. Mm. Banks understand en- money energy. <laughs> now, if you think about it, yeah. banks get a lot of money, they, they get a lot of money in mm. and they put a lot of money out. Mm. You know, it's a cycle thing. Mm. Like if you were to hoard your money, you're stagnating the growth. Or this is, this is kind of what I'm playing with at the moment. This is my understanding. And I know a lot of people have financial issues mm. and things like that. And, you know, when they get a little windfall, 
coming in, they don't really know what to do with it. So it stagnates. Yeah. But the idea is it's a flow and the more you let in, the more you kind of have to push through out as well. Yeah. But not just give it away, it has yeah. to have a purpose. So anyway, that, that's just my, oh, I think you're my totally line right. fluffy thought. I think that the goal is not like a golden house on top of a hill somewhere. The goal no. is something bigger than that, you know. And and, and, and you're right, that money is should be forever changing hands so mm. that people can keep adding value to so their parts of their lives and everyone else's life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're using your money that you've created to put into a food truck. You mm. know, this, this is what's an emotional thing. It's yeah. a monetary thing. It's all kind of connected, isn't it? It's a bit of the bank's money as well. A bit of the bank's yeah, money. Yeah. yeah. So they're good at adding value to that, the that's society. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be careful there. <laughs> the bank's money. Yeah. No, we are. I'm very cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm touching my mic. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very cautious with things. And mm. So, but my husband's... Sometimes like a, and it's awesome, like a big kid sometimes and I'm just, and I love it. And sometimes I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. So, but, um, but it's good. We make a good team. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yin and yang, yeah, you know. Exactly. Ah, oh, that's awesome. So many things. I know. <laughs> God, we've been chatting for quite a while. Anyway, yeah. um, so just getting back to Tony Robbins thing, and this, this is what fascinates me. The whole experience of, you know, when you get ideas and you go to these seminars and you get inspired. I mean, you, you see the documentaries on it and there's a room mm -hmm. full of thousands of people bouncing up and down to some rock music and you go, okay. <laughs> have you watched uh, his Netflix one? Yeah, yeah, I have, oh, yeah. I've seen, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, I find it fascinating. <laughs> but what I yeah. am really curious about, you've got this, it's kind of like a really impersonal staging system mm. of lots of people Loud music, people screaming at you, mm -hmm. um, and then also, you know, listening different things. But yet you walk out of it with a truly profound personal experience, you know. Mm. And obviously when they do these seminars, they've cracked that code, you know. You obviously, they give you a platform, one, to be inspired and to follow the masses, but also then to take that energy and focus it towards, you know, yourself kind of thing. Mm. How, do, how does that work? Is that a? <laughs> is that too deep? I mean, you've gone to the experience, so so you're in the room with everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And is it pure motivation? Like they motivate you to such an extent that you think, "What can I do?" You know, mm. do they ask the right questions, or do you hear testimonials of other people that are there, and you get inspired by them? Like, what was it for you? So I've been to three of Tony Robbins' um, events at the stage, but mm. I'm just trying to think back to the first one in Sydney. It's called his Unleash the Power Within event. Mm. Um, what was it? Uh, well, Tony, yeah, he, he's got some real science around what he does as well, and so sort of practical psychology, I guess. Okay, um, right. So he talks about these things called uh, the six human needs. Yes. Um, and, then, and so... And often people are focusing on, on a couple of those particular needs. I won't go into it in yeah, depth. Yeah. That aren't really that beneficial for life. So he, he talks about, you know, if you just sort of focus a little bit, you wouldn't let go of those ones, but a little bit more on the other ones, just for the yin and yang, mm -hmm. um, then what would your life look like? And yeah. so you're like, ah, okay, well, um, for instance, I focus a lot on certainty. Yes. So which is why when I was teaching, I was like, cool, I've got a full-time job. It's locked in, you know, it's, it's easy. Came to the film industry, TV yeah. industry, that's unheard of. There's no, <laughs> and there's so, no certainty so there. So learning yeah. that uncertainty or variety in your life is just as important 
Okay. Right. Um, it's, it's kind of that balance. Um, and so then going, well, because I've learned how to do that in this industry, yes. um, now I can take that to another industry, like a, like a food industry, and, mm. and see how that works for me. And it's, um, I don't know, I don't know if that's a- answering your question. No, I think, I think you're getting towards... There's a lot of practical stuff that he talks yeah. about. Um, and he also, he, he dwells right back into your childhood. Like we did this exercise where Tony takes you right back to like your earliest memory. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, but what was the memory before that? And, like, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, there's another memory. And it was crazy. I went wow. back to right, like when I was like a year old and it was like, really? and I was getting passed around. I think it was my first birthday of my family and, and getting dragged along in a line red box on the deck and, <laughs> and things like this. And, and, and it just wow. kind of, there's all these, you sort of tap into all these memories that you don't even know are there yeah. that have affected your life. Like um, I remember when I was about three years old, my dad was um, jumping on the tramp with me and I loved it and I loved it. Yeah. And then he's bounced me really high. And ever since then I've been afraid of heights. And I oh. didn't realise that that was the moment. It's nothing to do with my dad. I mean, we were having a great time. Yeah. Poor old dad. <laughs> it's not your fault, dad. Um, but, you know, and there's all these moments that, are in your life from your childhood that you yeah. probably don't realise are uh, affecting your life now, that are sort of these fears that you have now. Mm. Um, and so trying to break some of those or, you know, um, I mean, I'm yet to do a skydive or anything crazy like that, but um, I think not letting anything hold you back that you that you yeah. realise are actually things that aren't actually real. Like that, yeah. that, That's where um, fear comes in, isn't it? I yeah. mean, fear is kind of... It's irrational to a certain point because fear just represents this way of looking at it. You know, you can look at any event and be fearful of it or just mm. accept it as it is. Mm. Um, but I think, so that, that's the main thing. It's, it's going back to the past and almost understanding where yeah. you're coming from in order to then... Yeah. Uh, but the, the I mean, then we did some... Oh, God, it was like... The last one was six full days. It's called, called his Date with Destiny event. It's the okay. same as the one on Netflix. Yeah. And... Um, God, we did a whole lot of stuff around what our purpose in life is. Right. We have this thing called the primary question that we ask ourselves. And I had this, and everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. You've got a question that you ask yourself every day, probably about five times a day. And okay. for me, my old question was, how can I impress others? And you knowing me, really? you probably yeah, yeah. looking back going, oh, yeah, I probably was always trying to do no, that. You're people pleaser. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. How can I impress others? And that's not a very good question to walk around with. So, so Tony goes into all these things and he's like, oh, well, let's change it. Why not change it? You know, this is not who you are. Yeah. Who are you? What do you want to be? You know, and so now I've changed it to how can I love and appreciate this God-given moment? So whenever that other question yeah. comes up, I'm like, no, it's this change one it. now. Yeah. So take that. Get yeah. out of here kind yeah. of thing. So just really kind of awesome practical things. Um, yeah, the purpose in life is awesome. Um, yeah. So rewriting your story basically in a way, isn't it? Yeah, and some people would think, oh, that's a bit scary because then it's not you. But then it's actually mm. tapping into who you were actually probably born to be in the first place and getting rid of those things that have sort of happened to you along the way that mm. aren't really anything to do with you. Yeah. And trying to live your life mm. as you were called to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> no, it does. No. Yeah. Calling, I don't know. It's an odd word. Calling, a yeah. calling, a calling can be anything. I have anything a bit of a church you're... background. So. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a calling. Everyone that's mm. on earth has a calling because you're here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's fundamentally that's 
that's the bottom line. And if you what, can be happy with just the fact that you're here, yeah, nothing else matters. It doesn't. Just be grateful and that you're here. Know that you're, you're going to leave one day. Yeah, you don't that's have to it. have this crazy purpose where you're going to be, I don't know, I Oprah. Oprah. Working with people yeah, all over the world, you know, like it's actually that's a, that's an interesting point, and this yeah. is something I'm older than a couple of days yeah. ago. You know, don't be an Oprah. There's already an Oprah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, yeah. don't be a Steven Spielberg. There's already a Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Be, be yourself. Be a Find Daniel. what you like. Yeah. Be a Daniel. <laughs> oh, but yeah. am I worthy, Natalie? Yeah. What was that question am again? Am enough? I worthy? Yeah. Am I good enough? Yeah. It's yeah. It's I don't know. Yeah. We all have that little voice in our head. That's we do. Very judgmental, and our harshest yeah. critic is this yeah. monkey mind. Actually, I want to share this little exercise with you, and I want sure. you to try it and, and see right. if, if if it helps Ooh. you. It, it's quite interesting. <laughs> when you identify with yourself mm. and you're thinking about things, we tend to think of, you know, we go back into our minds. Yeah. Yeah. So we're using the mind mm-hmm. to think about things. So what if you change that? And when you think about them, imagine your brain is in your heart. Mm. All of a sudden, all this weight shifts down here. Mm. Now, your heart is the most powerful muscle. Mm-hmm. It is the life force of who you are and who your body is. I agree. So all yeah. of a sudden, if you want to get a fresh perspective on anything, what would your heart say? Rather than thinking, what would your mind say? Your mind would say, you're stupid, you're not good enough, everyone else is better than you, they're richer, blah, blah, blah. The mind always wants to put you in a place that, mm. you know, usually in a negative space. Mm. But your heart is more like your being. Mm. It's, it's more like the center. And go, actually, it's okay. You know, all yeah. of a sudden, you get a sense of calm and peace. That's true. Does that work for you? Does it? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and yep, we've done a few things like that. Have as yeah? well, Okay, where right. It's like we need to make a decision about something, and you're like, I'm not really sure what it is. And mm. you just sit there for a couple of minutes, hold your heart. Yeah. Not the mic, the heart. <laughs> and, um, and just really tune into your heart yeah. and go, well, I'm going to make this decision from here. Yeah. And then, and your heart knows. Your heart will tell you things like that. Straight away. Yeah. No, no second guessing. Yeah. Like the, it's a yes or no yeah. most of the time. Most of the time. Does it feel yeah. right? No. Forget it. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly. it's as easy as that, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't seem like such a big decision anymore. No. It's just. Oh, okay. Well, that's all it wants, and let's and you move deal on. with it. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, it's been fascinating, yeah. Natalie. Mm. I know we yeah. can rattle on for another forty minutes or so. A, I yes. think it's been a while. Yeah. Let's go for a cup of coffee. Hey, thank you for tuning yeah. in for this episode of Couch in Space, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.